Exciting 40th episode of the Super Awkward Fun Cast with L. Latham, your hostess with the mostess, but not with the guest list at the moment. So, this is going to be a just me episode. I hope that's going to be okay with you guys. We've got a lot to get into because apparently everything went to shit um, after New Year's. <laughs> Even before then, but it got really crazy after that. So, as you already know, there was the Capitol riots on January 6th, which ushered in a new era of domestic terrorism <laughs> um, for the government to u- to utilize to the best of their ability in order to subjugate us and oppress us even more as a society and put us in a position where we are looking at each other and, you know, snitch on each other, you know, some big brother bullshit like they always do. But this time, you know, we're going to do that in the middle of a pandemic and we're going to put in some other um, super spreader shit in there. And, you know, it's funny how during that riot, um, well, it happened, and then the response to it was federal snitching, basically. Like, FBI wants to know your where the whereabouts of these people, you know, and if you can turn them in for them, that'd be great. Um, so then there's a bunch of liberals. They shouldn't even call them that anymore, themselves that anymore, but they do. Um, who were quick to look point the finger at certain people just because of who they supported. And then it caused a crackdown on speech, which was deemed hateful by multiple companies, um, such as um, Twitter. I mean, they fucking got rid of the president (laughs) before he left office. They just said, let's ban him for inciting violence in his speech, which was not evident in the tweet that was the culprit so if anyone read that tweet they would know that he's incited violence way before then and in a more obvious way i mean when the looting starts the shooting starts hello the president tweeted that you know he tweeted stuff uh, to iran and other countries you know threatening them and then iran tweeted some stuff to the Khomeini guy and then he got banned from Twitter because they figured out, oh shit, we're not doing the same thing across the board that we should be doing. If Those are our terms of services, rules, what regulations and whatnot, then we should apply them everywhere that they are relevant. So then they finally did that. But um, yeah, so basically section 230, you know, the whole you know, they're, are they a publisher or platform? You know, figure it out with Facebook and Twitter. I mean, we had the whole uh, Senate committee hearings or whatever, which were a a 
a dog and pony show. Like, nothing really came of them. But people just being upset at the big tech. So now big tech has more power than ever. And they're enabled by the U.S. government, which is great. And now the U.S. government wants to, under the new administration, oh yeah, we have a new president. Same as the old president. <laughs> Shitty person. Um, can't string a sentence together. Likes to sniff girls, no matter what age. And touch their faces in public. Who knows what he does behind doors. Behind closed doors. But, you know, he's going to be our savior. He's going to bring our our country together. And we're going to unify and we're going to become a great country. Which is what we're doing during the GameStop short squeeze thing that's happening. <laughs> um, wait, is it the big squeeze? I'm sorry. Big squeeze. Whatever the fuck they call it. But the thing with the stock market, which is showing how bullshit the stock market is, there's market manipulation from like um, investment trader companies, you know, like Robinhood and the SEC is getting involved and seeing if there was any foul play from these traders who were like, hey, hey, don't buy any more stock because we know what you're doing. But it's okay when the hedge funds do it, but, you know, it's a big deal when it's the public because the retail investors are not supposed to win, right? They're not supposed to. The little guys who are not, like, Melvin Capital and Citadel are not allowed to prosper in this ridiculous casino that we have for the stock market. And then um, Janet Yellen. So Janet Yellen is the new treasury secretary during this administration and she was brought in because she is really good to hedge funds and she she probably has more credentials than the last one who ended up not being as horrible as i expected but still not great um but we're not probably going to see as much um, criticism of her during this administration because the media is on a holiday. Or not on a holiday. They're, they're too busy kissing his ass and everybody who he picks who are horrible in his cabinet or who are picked for him, probably more likely. Um, they're kissing everybody's ass right now. They're too busy in the kiss-ass mode to do their jobs. So don't ask the media to do anything right now. I mean, they, the little bit that they do of criticizing him or questioning him, he will come back with a retort that's very juvenile. So that's fun. Our oldest president, and he's juvenile as fuck, and can't explain anything in, you know, not vague terms. I've, I saw, like, a clip, and I've read it to my mother, of him trying to explain his COVID bill situation and how he's negotiating with the Republicans, which is hilarious, because didn't they win so they wouldn't have to negotiate with Republicans? Aren't the Republicans a public enemy number one with the Democrats? I thought so. But apparently not with him. They're A-OK -okay with him. And he needs 16 of them, centrists, I guess, to be on board for his COVID plan. So don't expect a STEMI check anytime soon. So... There's that. Uh, what else? 
It's really weird doing this by myself again. Because <laughs> I don't have anyone to argue with. I'm just kind of arguing with the world. Which is fun to do. I usually just do it in my head all the time. When I read something, I'm just arguing with the person who wrote it. Like this new thing is the two mask thing. Like they've been saying all this time in the media that we only needed, we needed one mask and that was enough protection. But then at the same time, they're like, we got to shut everything down. So the U.S., the, the, not U.S. government, but the state governments, the states keep shutting things down over and over again. But if it worked the first time, wouldn't you not have to shut it down again? And wouldn't we have no virus? If that worked, if the masks work, why do we need shutdowns? If the shutdowns work, why do we need masks? It's just simple questions like that that get kind of lost in all of the back and forth debates about stuff with no scientific evidence to really prove anything on either side, let's be fair. So there's people who say, who say masks don't work, but they don't really have enough empirical data to prove that. And then there's people who say that masks do work, but they don't have empirical data. And the facts are against them in terms of like what's been done, the mitigation techniques. So now they're saying two masks are better than one. Hilarious. And then they'll say like, you got to put one on your butt. Like, because they're already doing the anal swabs in Dushing and some other place in, in China. I can't remember the word. <laughs> But, you know, that's not going to come here ever. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Trust the Great Reset, because that's coming soon. And everyone will be fine. Anal swabs. I'm looking it up, because I don't want to get it wrong. Anal swabs. Ew. I found porn. I'm not trying to find porn. Maybe later. No, never. So, okay. Here's Newsweek. We'll go there in real time oh or not okay <laughs> it ain't opening <laughs> much like my anus ain't gonna open for anybody to put a, a q-tip in it wait what i'm gonna google sometimes you gotta google it is what it is all right google Dajing. anal swabs there's like videos of it online of someone doing it and it's disturbing as hell it's and there's been people who have gotten it done already so like kids like that's what's really gross about it is that kids are having this done okay i want to read the article because we want to be as factual as possible correct Okay, more than a million Beijing residents undergoing coronavirus testing amid a fresh outbreak have been administered anal swabs, which are considered more accurate and raise the chances of, test of detecting COVID-19, said a Chinese disease specialist. The key districts of Dajing and Dongcheng began a mass testing drive on Friday. This was last Friday. Um, this was Friday before... Let's see, this is on 26th, so let's see. I'm not good at math. 22nd, so this would be the 22nd of this month. This is so disturbing, dude. 
A mass testing drive on Friday after a nine-year-old boy tested positive for the more virulent strain of the virus, first discovered in London and the southeast of England last month. Health authorities in the Chinese capital said they were aiming to screen more than 2 million people in 48 hours, among them around 1.6 million inhabitants in Daxing were to be given antibody tests as well as throat, nasal, and rectal nucleic acid swabs. Anal swabs have been in use since last year, so they're just reporting this now in the U.S. in Newsweek. Including in the major port city of Shanghai, but the method is so far reserved for individuals in potential COVID-19 hotspots, according to an infectious disease expert quoted by China's state broadcaster CCTV on Saturday, so China's government network. Since the start of the coronavirus outbreak, we've tested for the virus using mainly throat swabs. Its characteristics are convenience and speed, so it's suitable for large-scale testing, said Beijing Yuan Hospital's Li Tongzheng. Tongzheng. Nasal swabs are more accurate than throat swabs, but nasal swabs can be uncomfortable. He added, in some asymptomatic cases or in individuals with mild symptoms, they tend to recover from the illness very quickly. It's possible that there will be no trace of the virus in their throat after three to five days. What we found is that in some infected patients, the coronavirus survives for a longer period of time in their digestive tract or excrement than in their respiratory tract. How convenient. Lee said rectal swabs in increase the rate of detectability and lower the chances of a misdiagnosis. Of course, anal swabs aren't as convenient as throat swabs. <laughs> so they're only being used on individuals in key quarantine areas. This will this will reduce the return of po false positives, he added. According to guidelines published by China's National Health Commission, anal swabs are to be administered 3 to 5 centimeters, 1.2 to 2 inches, inside the rectum. The swab is to be rotated and removed before being securely placed inside a sample container. On Friday, the 22nd, a resident of Tangshan in Hebei, 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 why do I want to say it like that? Hebei, Hebei, Hebei province, about 120 miles east of Beijing, told CCTV that she was given double rectal swabs as part of citywide testing in her area. She said each swab took under just under 10 seconds. A few medical papers released since the start of the outbreak last year have suggested anal swabs as a more accurate way of testing for COVID-19, but its merits have yet to be widely accepted by the Chinese medical community. Wuhan University pathologist Yang Shengku told Com Communist Party newspaper Global T Times on Saturday that throat and nasal swabs remain the most efficient method of testing, given that the coronavirus is contracted via the upper respiratory tract. Beijing's efforts to eventually test all 21.5 million of its residents are expected to continue as it battles its second wave, which began with a cluster of locally transmitted cases in mid-December. 
municipal spokesperson Tian Tao said 17.46 million people in Beijing, roughly 80% of its population, have already been tested since the start of the new outbreak. Residents have gathered in schools, stadiums, shopping malls, and public squares for the mass testing drive, which comes at a crucial moment just two weeks before the country celebrates Lunar New Year, a festive period ordinarily marked by hundreds of thousands of communes home. China recorded 82 new cases of community infection on January 26th, the National Health Authority said Tuesday. Among them were two locally transmitted cases in Beijing. There were also 56 asymptomatic cases, which China considers separately. Most of the positive cases were concentrated, concentrated in the northeast of the country, where tens of millions of residents remain in some form of lockdown in the provinces of Hebei, Jilin, and Heilongjiang. Which goes to show, it's like they're still getting it, and they're in lockdown. So, you know, what gives, you know? It's so weird. Oh, at the bottom, U.S. COVID death toll projected to surpass 500,000 within one month, even though we're doing all these measures right now to keep it all under control. But yeah, so there's that. So that's the anal swab story in its entirety that's going around. If you see it, then that's what it is. And I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like they're trying to give you information to make you more scared or it's something that they're really considering. At the moment, I don't think it will come here. But you never know. Like in two months, maybe they'll be like, all right, those two masks aren't working. We got to stick it up your ass. Sorry. Um, yeah, so. So crazy to think about what's going on right now, considering like how things were last year at this time. Like, I remember I was just listening to my podcast from last year and it was, I was still just like, naive and thinking like oh this will blow over you know this is just one of those things you know like SARS and and um, the spine spine flu the s swine flu and um, all that shit that we dealt with before in H1M1 but no like hey airplane how you doing I am recording at my house my apartment so that's fun working from home all alone anywho yeah so we've already gotten almost 20 minutes of this show done that's insane I'm going rapid fire I enjoy talking to myself this is great I'm not talking to myself somebody's listening I'm sure but I don't want to jinx it never mind um in other news, there's vaccines. So yeah, the vaccine initiative is going on right now. It's all over my Twitter trending. Vaccine this, vaccine that. Just getting everybody worked up on both sides. Like the newest thing is the WHO went back on something that they said where this vaccine, the mRNA vaccine, I don't know if it's specifically the Pfizer and the BioNTech one, BioNTech, BioNTech, whatever they call it. Um, but they said that it wasn't for pregnant women or people, as they say. <laughs> but maybe not. 
then it was like, oh, well, maybe because they weren't tested, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have pregnant people with these, use these vaccines. And so, now as it turns out, they're like, nope, never mind. We agree with the CDC, the WHO does. And this, this plane though, this plane is really pissing me off. I'm not going to lie. I hope it goes away, but we are in a hellscape right now, so it should not be surprising if there's a lot of background noise of the world around me falling apart and everyone being like, it's fine, as we burn. So, yeah, at least the weather's nice. I mean, that's cool because it's like 63 degrees, which is why I did this today because I've been waiting to do this till after the weather wasn't so bad but you know I can only do so much I put my heater on for a long time and then turned on the podcast you know I just turned it on and here we are it's that simple I'm just kidding um okay vaccines anyway so there was some information online about nanotechnology being in the vaccines and yes, there is nanoparticles. There are nanoparticles, lipid nanoparticles to be specific. And they like move the protein or something. I don't know. It's all technical and uh, scientific. But yeah, that will get in to your body and hopefully not your brain eventually. But you don't know. I mean, we're just, it's an experimental drug. It's an experimental thing. That's not even a vaccine because it doesn't really purport to stop the spread of the virus. So the purpose is, I suppose, that you would... I'm right near, near the mic, sorry. It's, it needs to be cleaned. I need to clean this mic. Um, the purpose of it, I guess, is to really alleviate symptoms of the virus. So you don't die, I guess? But, like, if you're going to die, if you have comorbidities, you have comorbidities. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of, like, not worth it to have all those, like, some people have injuries or have situations that they don't know when they're going to end in terms of their body and what happens to it. And um, they've had allergic reactions and people have died. Like, I'm sure it's not related. (laughs) But Hank Aaron, you know, he had one on, like, the, I want to say the second or the sixth. I don't know. It was a while ago. I think it was the second. I can't, I should probably check on that. Let's check the date. But he had a vaccine. I'm sure Twitter will help me out here. Hank Aaron vaccine. I literally just retweeted something from it. All right, I found one article. Somebody had tweeted something. And it's from January 22nd, updated. It's not the same article. Is it? I will link it in the show notes. This is WSB TV, my old news station in Atlanta. He's a big deal in Atlanta. I grew up knowing who Hank Aaron was without even knowing anything about baseball. 
You just knew who he was. Oh, here it is. Okay, I found it. All right. They didn't scrub it from the thing. They just put a lot of shit in there to cover it up. But yeah, he received his COVID-19 vaccine on January 5th at Morehouse alongside his friend, Ambassador Andrew Young and Dr. Lewis Sullivan. He said, I feel wonderful. Not anymore. I mean, that was supposed to be... Or maybe I found it in there. Actually, I might have found it in there. Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and say that I'm pretty sure I, I retweeted that or t quote tweeted that and I got the information from the original journalist. And whatever happened, the article is still there. So you can still read it. So that's good. So... Maybe not the, like, national articles. I think they've probably been scrubbed a little bit. But the local ones are... That's where you need to go. Is like, look at local news. Whenever something happens, look at the local news. Because you'll get a more complete narrative and less biased most of the time. So when that whole story came out about um, Jesse Smollett doing that fake hate crime I looked at Chicago the whole time I was in Chicago every day looking at that local news seeing what was going on what were the updates what were the scoops and that was really helpful and when it comes to like Gail and Maxwell looking at the court records looking at the the southern district of New York or what have you and is that right I think that's where she has the court records. Anyway, looking at the court records, looking at the local area, and information about Metropolitan, the prison that she's in, I forgot the name of it. Um, Brooklyn something. So there's that. And then... What else? Okay, so the vaccine thing, we talked about that. So what I was reading before I got on here was biometricupdate.com. Go there for all of the latest globalist agenda stuff regarding IDs, digital IDs, and immunity passports and such, and facial recognition technology and all that jazz. So yeah, I was looking at that, and they've got some stuff going on with the the immunity passport situation. There's like something called Vax Pass Card and Vax Passbook. They got a fingerprint card. <gasps> Excuse me. And so they're going to, they say they're not going to utilize it. They say they're, you know, we have the technology, but we're not going to implement it, blah, blah, blah. I think there's a lot of issues with the testing, honestly. Like this never comes up very much in the media, but the testing is not right and even the who recently reversed their like i don't know if they reversed anything but they said the cycles need to be done a certain way with the pcr tests and i'm not like scientifically accurate about anything so i don't know exactly how to explain that so i'm gonna read the actual article because i think it's best that you know what I know and you can do whatever you want with that information 
So I'm an information gathering source apparently, so that's what I'm doing right now. Nucleic acid testing, NAT technologies that use polymerase, polymerase chain reaction or PCR for detection of SARS-CoV-2. This is dated January 20th, 2021. It took them this long to release this information. And there was some misinformation, I suppose, that this was guidance that was released right after uh, right after the president was, um, I forgot what they call it, <laughs> inaugurated, my gosh, right after the inauguration of Joe Biden. But it says in here, the date is 13 January 2021. So that's before the inauguration. Um, but product type, nucleic acid testing technologies that use polymerase chain reaction for detection of SARS-CoV-2. WHO identifier 2025 version 2. Target audience, laboratory professionals and users of IVDs. Purpose of this notice, clarify information previously provided by WHO. This notice sub supersedes WHO information notice for in vitro diagnostic medical device users 2025 version 1 issued 14 December 2020. So that's technically when this was issued. So there's going to be people who just grab whatever information they can. They they glom onto it, they have their confirmation bias, and they say this is connected to this and this is connected to this, but they don't have any actual evidence to back, back that up. So I'm putting it out there for everyone to know what is going on, and they did reverse this, so that is proof that they have changed this guidance, basically, in terms of IDF, IDF, IVD, shoot. Um, Anyway, so description of the problem. Who requests users to follow the instructions for use, IFU, when interpreting results for specimens tested using PCR methodology? Users of IVDs must read and follow the IFU carefully to determine if manual adjustment of the PCR positivity threshold is recommended by the manufacturer. WHO guidance, diagnostic testing for SARS-CoV-2, states that careful interpretation of weak positive results is needed. One, the cycle threshold needed to detect virus is inversely proportional to the patient's viral load. Where test results do not correspond with the clinical presentation, a new specimen should be taken and retested using the same or different NAT technology. Who reminds IVD users that disease prevalence alters the predictive value of test results as disease prevalence de decreases, the risk of false positive increases. Two, this means that the probability that a person who has a positive result, SARS-CoV-2 detected, is truly infected with SARS-CoV-2 decreases as prevalence decreases, irrespective of the claimed specificity. 
Specificity. Sure, specificity. We got it eventually. Most PCR assays are indicated as an aid for diagnosis. Therefore, healthcare providers must consider any results in combination with timing of sampling, specimen type, assay, specifics, clinical observations, patient history, confirmed status of any contacts, and epidemiological information. Actions to be taken by IV, IVD users. One, please read carefully the IFU in its entirety. Two, contact your local representative if there is any aspect of the IFU that is unclear to you. Three, spec check the IFU for each incoming consignment to detect any changes to the IFU. And four, prov provide the cycle threshold value in the report to the requested requesting healthcare provider. And then they put the references for what they were talking about. And that's it. It's like what people in the conspiracy circles have been saying for months, literally months, they've been saying that the threshold is not right. That the way that people are tested through the PCR is not correct. It's not it's, it's detecting other coronaviruses and then giving you a false positive. So now we have proof that that shit was true. So like, this is all gonna happen where the conspiracy realm people are gonna be proven right on so many subjects. I mean, it's really just, it's sad at this point that so many have deluded themselves into thinking that public health representatives represent us, that Big Pharma represents us, that they love us, that they care about us, and they want to protect us and keep us alive. Yeah, just barely alive so that we can keep using their products. And we're a product ourselves to so many different organizations and multinational corporations. And Big Tech sees us as a product. If something is free that you're using, you're the product. That's the truth. And now we're going to have more spying, probably going to have a new Patriot Act situation because of the domestic terrorism threats. Uh, remember um, when like every RV was being suspected of having like a bomb in it? That's great. So... There's so much going on right now. You, you got to keep your head up. You got to keep keep going outside and enjoying the world, going on walks. That's so so important. And, you know, reading books that that, you know, aren't horrible to read, <laughs> like The Great Reset. I just did I'm not I'm going to get into that that I just read The Great Reset, COVID-19 The Great Reset on here. And I'm sure you all listened to it. <laughs> but it was fun. I enjoyed myself. So basically, that was written by Klaus Schwab. Shout out to Klaus Schwab doing, or just wrapping up yesterday, I guess, the, um, the big Davos agenda for this year, which included the Great Reset. And I saw Robert Downey Jr. in one of their videos. Fun. Um... 
they're trying to do everything they can to get people on board with this shit, but it's not going to work. I feel like most people are not going to buy that. They're, but they bought it in so many other ways. And, you know, there's stuff to be said for, like, technology has already reached a pinnacle where anyone can be basically spied on through their telephone device, like their cell phones and their Apple Watches and... What else? I don't know what else. But, you know, it's it's getting to a point where it's just so ridiculous. And there's so much misinformation and disinformation. It's hard to know what's real anymore. I get that. I don't, at this point, want to share information that I don't believe is 100% true. Or don't, or if I want to share, if I do share it, I have to comment on it. I have to make it clear what I think of it and that I'm not endorsing all of it. I think that's important. And also to keep your identity because so many people want to tell you what you are. And only you know what you are. And maybe you don't even know what you are. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're just, you know, a blank slate. Maybe you're just covered with all of this brainwashing that you've been exposed to since you were a young child. I think so many of us are that, are, are not what we want to be, but what was shaped by society for us to be. But I think we can resist that. I think we can deprogram ourselves. And I think it's important that we do because we are all we have. And I guess if I really want to get down to it, I just want to say, I love all of you, no matter what you believe. As long as you're not hurting anyone, I guess. But eventually we're just all going to have to get together. And that's going to be difficult because we're being driven apart by many, many organizations and corporations and groups of people. And, you know, like George Carlin said, I hate groups of people. You know, people individually are great. You can see the world in their eyes and the universe in their eyes and whatever he said. But, you know, you put them in a group and it's just, it's horrible. It's like, you don't have your own mind. And we don't need more hive mind in society. And it's important because we're in the biometric era. We're in the Great Reset. Whether we like it or not, it's going to happen. Or Or it's going to be up to us to resist it happening. These birds are crazy outside. I apologize. But that's the world. That's the world. The real world is outside. It's not in your home. And, you know, it's important that you, like, I see so many people, I know this is a thing that, you know, people probably don't want to even hear about masks anymore. It is what it is. But I see so many people when I'm going outside, they all are wearing masks in my community. And, LA and Hollywood specifically and it's just depressing to see all these people just decide at once you know what this is what's good for me when there's no evidence to prove that is good for you it's not good for you it's it's good to have air and this shit is not running around in the air trying to get everybody like it's not a big menace like everyone thinks And if your immune system is good, 
And if you have no comorbidities, that's really hard to say, comorbidities, and you're not obese, then you probably don't need to worry too much about it. And that's what the media is not going to say. That's what the government's not going to say. I mean, Trump did say it in the beginning. Like, during the pandemic at the beginning, he was saying it was like nothing more than a flu. And that went to bite him in the ass because it got more crazy after that. And some people have died who are not old and everything, who are not really sick. That will happen. But how many people die from the flu? And what are their numbers? We don't see that every day. So it's just... I think it only gets better if we make it get better. If we're not, like, complacent. If we speak up, we tell the truth every day that we can. And we don't just accept things as they are. Because I think that's what's gotten us this far in the first place. To where this is going to happen where this is going to be something we're going to really have to do deal with for a long time, probably until 2013. But if we stand strong, if we fight back, I mean, there's too many of us that it's going to eventually work out in our favor. I mean, recently they reopened um, L.A. for outdoor dining again. That wasn't happening before. For some reason, they decided that was too dangerous, and they shut everything down. And now that we have a new president, you know, COVID isn't as bad of a uh, thing, which is weird, because at the same time they're doing that, they're really pushing the vaccines in the media, and, uh, and the masks, like they've just had a mask mandate for fucking trains and planes and automobiles. Everything you can think of, you have to wear a mask now. And a couple of years ago, you would never think that would happen. Like, it was unthinkable to say that the U.S. government would have this much control and states would have this much control over our bodies. Literally our bodies and our movement, our freedom of movement. But we allowed that. So you get what you deserve when you settle for less than you're worth you're not worth anything you're not worth what you think so basically it's just it's gotten so crazy man and we gotta fight back we gotta not let this happen I think some people were saying that Gavin Newsom started indoor outdoor dining sorry again on the 29th by the way which was yesterday because of the recall gavin newsom campaign which i was a participant in i'm not gonna lie where we're petitioning to have him recalled because he's not a good representative of california and uh, our best interests um basically and he's destroyed businesses through his mandates and um, shutdowns and whatnot. So some people were saying that. But yeah, it might just be that, you know, it was all political in the first place. That the shutdowns were not, were politically motivated and not scientifically motivated. Because they weren't. 
the if you look at the data itself, it does not point to outdoor dining being an issue, being a contributor to the spread of the coronavirus. So having done that, now we see Anthony Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, I forgot his name for a second, <laughs> Andrew Cuomo in New York, Governor Cuomo, uh, right after being taken apart in the media by a report that showed that he just dumped a bunch of COVID patients in nursing homes and killed a bunch of people, killed grandmas all over the place. He was just like, oh, they died. Well, they would die anywhere. And you know, it doesn't matter where they died. They died. Yeah, but you killed them. It's fine. Whatever. Let's let the psychopath continue to use his, to continue to have his job and be a dictator in New York. That's great. So he reopened restaurants at 25% capacity, outdoors. I think it's outdoors. Is it indoors? Oh my gosh. I don't think it's indoors, is it? Or maybe I'm wrong. I think it is indoors because I remember seeing that. Which is even more insane because didn't they have like a bigger COVID shit storm of... Uh, What am I trying to say? <laughs> Cases. Yeah, indoor dining. Fe Valentine's Day, February... Valentine's Day, February 14th. Reduced capacity. Mandated safety guide. Mandatory safety guidelines will be in place. So yeah, like basically, okay, well we have a bunch of cases and we have a mut mutated strain in New York. No problem. Don't they... Oh, shit. I have to make sure that's true. <laughs> I know there's one in California last time I checked. Mutated strain. We'll find out together. And enjoy the lovely birds in the background. They are having a ball. They're my co-host. That's it. That's great. You done? No? Okay. Mutated strain New York. I saw somebody say something about it. Hold on. No oh dear. Yeah. January 4th. We have pr proof here. New variant was discovered January 4th in New York. And allegedly should be also in California. Because I heard that before. California. Yeah. Oh, we got a new article about that. Dangerous new coronavirus strains may incubate in COVID-19 sickest. January 30th. Today. Boston. 
This is taking way too long to read. Never mind. Uh, yeah, maybe behind California's surge, it says. California scientists have discovered a homegrown coronavirus strain that appears to be propagating faster than any other variant on the loose in the Golden State. Two independent, ugh, two independent research groups said they stumbled upon the new strain while looking for signs that a highly transmissible variant of the, from the UK had established itself here. Instead, they found a new branch of the virus family tree, one whose sudden rise and distinctive mutations have made it a prime suspect in California's vicious holiday surge. As they poured over genetic sequencing data in late December and early January, the two teams saw evidence of the new strain's prolific spread leap off, from, off their spreadsheets. Though focused on different regions of the state, they uncovered trends that were mo both remarkably similar and deeply worrying. Okay. So that was around January 23rd. That was that article, LA Times. So anyway, yeah. So there's all these strains, mutated strains. And all of a sudden we can just open restaurants for indoor dining. How hilarious. But why have everything shut down in the first place then? I don't, they don't make sense. These people don't make sense. They're putting people at risk. Businesses are done. Some people have closed their doors forever. And you know what? Like, I feel so bad for those people who put all their work into this restaurant, into building something that they could be proud of. They wanted their family to be a part of it, whatever. Like, it was a big deal for them. They got the loans. They had the paperwork. They had the license for alcohol. They had everything they needed to, to go. And they were destroyed destroyed by this pandemic and not even the pandemic but the aftermath of it the reaction to it the response was worse than the actual thing the crisis so it's just really sad it's a whole sad situation when billions and billions of dollars go to the billionaires and then the unlucky people who are affected most by this this stuff get fucked in the ass by the government basically uh repeatedly and then even with the covid bills which go straight to you know big corporations getting more handouts and then we get a measly six hundred dollars the last time and then maybe a thousand four hundred if we're really good if we're really lucky we'll get a thousand four hundred but that'll only be for us and then the millions and millions of dollars will go to someone else, somewhere else, some other corporation that maybe donated a lot of money to the politicians. So they got to give them something back. So money printer go burr. That's basically what it comes down to. I am really looking at the GameStop situation, the AMC situation, because now they're involved and we have that stock getting higher and higher um i literally just put stocks on my phone 
again. I had removed it in the beginning, and now I have it back. Blackberry is a no-go. People should not invest in Blackberry. But GameStop's doing well. AMC's doing well. As of today, April, uh, January 30th, uh, 2021, things are going well with that. I mean, some hedge funds are getting richer, <laughs> are getting, um, are cashing out and getting a lot of money. And some aren't. So, you know, that's the name of the game, basically. I don't agree with unfettered capitalism and casino bets and all of that in the stock market. But that is what it is. And these apps like Robin Hood and I can't even think of the other one. I think that's the main app that gave a lot of shit. What is the other one? There is another one. There was another app that was fucking around. I can't remember which one it was. So anyway, those apps that pretend to be for the people, they were never for the people. The money market is not our market. The the crash, I mean the crash, the stock market is not for the people. It's for fucking the people. <laughs> That's what it's always been for. And for, you know, betting on death and, you know, getting paid for just horrific things like, you know, the 9-11 shorts that happened with the U United Airlines and everything. But, um, that's about that on that subject. I feel like I've not talked about something. I have like a list of things that I would like to discuss that I already put out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, Joe Biden, we've already discussed him a little bit. Um, so the vaccine thing, I forgot to mention that the whole thing now is. Pentagon is going to get the military involved and have them administer vaccines to everyone, millions and millions of people in the U.S. And I'm like, aren't they busy, like, starving Yemen and killing people overseas with our money? Like, isn't that something that they're a little bit busy doing? But apparently they have a little bit of time on their hands, so they're going to help us out with our vaccine well, I will not be getting the vaccine, so good luck with all of that. Someone else can take my place. I have no problem with that. But I'm just not into putting something in my body that I don't know where it came from. And, oh, as it turns out, there was a, a story yesterday going around that they had planned on vaccinating prisoners and residents of Guantanamo Bay, which is still open for some reason. I'm sure Joe Biden will close it any day now. But anyway, they said they were pausing the plan to move forward as they review force protection protocols. Whatever the fuck that means. This is from today. Brand spanking new news from NBC News. That's the first thing that came up, sorry. Sorry. 
The Pentagon announced Saturday they would pause their plan to offer coronavirus vaccinations to detainees at Guantanamo Bay, reversing course just days after they said that the vaccine would be administered to those that wanted it. No Guantanamo detainees have been vaccinated. We are pausing the plan to move forward as we review force protection protocols. We remain committed to our obligations to keep our troops safe, said John Kirby, a spokesperson for the Pentagon, in a tweet. Kirby's statement came just over an hour after House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, R. California, tweeted that President Joe Biden told us he would have a plan to defeat the virus on day one. He just never told us that it would be to have the vaccine, to give the vaccine to terrorists before most Americans. So basically, you know, they're, they saw the pushback to that and they said, fuck that, never mind. But in the other news here, from yesterday, it says on CNN, Ugh. Pentagon close to reaching agreement to provide around 450,000 COVID-19 vaccinations a day if they're available. So they're working with the Federal Emergency Management Agency. You know how wonderful they are, the FEMA. And yeah, so the people who are pushing the vaccine so much now is so funny because they're pushing the vaccines created under the Operation Warp Speed plan with Donald Trump, whom they supposedly hate. So it's funny to see all the people hate Trump, but then they go and get his vaccine. Like even Joe, Joe Biden, like got, he, he promoted the vaccine program. He got a vaccine, allegedly, maybe. And <laughs> Kamala Harris and everybody. So it's just interesting. It just shows how full of shit everything Everybody is about everything. And I'm here to poke fun at it and to show it to the world, I suppose, until I die. So, or get a job. Will I get a job? Who knows? Probably won't. But I have been jobless for the longest period of time in my entire life, which is very scary. And I sometimes feel like I have no purpose. So my only purpose at this moment is to share as much information, factual, factual information to the public as possible to make them have a better life, to make them realize that they are owed a better life, that they can have autonomy over their own body, and they can think for themselves. And it's a better place if we all are able to do so. And these censorship campaigns from these U.S. government initiatives and this big tech overreach is not helping matters. In fact, you're actually amplifying the ideas that you want hidden when you hide them. Because more people will be like, oh, what are they hiding? We have to see what's, what's offensive. And that's how you get more people to support an idea. And I think that's a lot about how QAnon was created. Was, was when Pizzagate happened, and or Pedogate, which is what it should be, and then pizza, the whole pizza joint thing, and Comet Ping, Comet Ping Pong and all that happened. And then people started looking in the recesses of the internet for information. And some of it was not real information, but they didn't care. They just wanted information. 
and then they shared that information and then they pretended to be a high up official with classification with classified with clearance with clearance um and had classified documents and whatnot we don't get to see those documents but they're there we should know that and then there are certain people who weaponize information that is maybe not real and maybe real like the hunter biden situation which has kind of disappeared but was mentioned after he became the presidential nominee presidential nominee elect president elect which they kept saying all the time before he got inaugurated um yeah so when he became president-elect all of a sudden we could talk about hunter biden's story and the laptop and all of that but then there were pictures and there's so many pictures and there's children in them and it's all very strange and not clear what's going on so it's just kind of another wiener laptop situation there's always a laptop there's always a laptop with some information we got to find it but we can't we just don't we're not privy to that information we don't have wikileaks to get it for us shout out to wikileaks founder julian assange who is still in prison and trump fucked him real good at the end of his presidency and just left him there and then pardon little wayne little wayne and elliot brady i don't know the guy's name but he's so fucking corrupt involved in the 1MDB scandal. And then also Steve Bannon, who was a supporter of Julian Assange. And when that happened, I was like, he should give his pardon to Julian Assange. He did not do that. So I guess he didn't really want him to be free. So there's that. But Julian Assange was accused of Exposing war crimes, basically, against the the um, U.S. government and what they deemed correct. And so he's going to be punished. Could be forever. But some people have been suggesting that this horrible president might free him. So we shall see. That would be ironic, don't you think? If... Joe Biden ended up being his savior. <laughs> that would be crazy. I don't know if it would happen. Just like I don't know if he's going to stop starving Yemen and bombing them with our money. But, you know, stranger things have happened, I guess. Anything is possible in this upside-down 2021 world that gets weirder and weirder. So, we shall see, we shall see. So, every day, I'm just, like, looking at the internet to see what kind of shenanigans is going on today with these executive orders and these laws and shit. I'm very upset about the um, mask mandates situation. I just don't think that makes sense and I just don't see the longevity of this plan that they're doing I don't know maybe it could happen I don't know how long they had 
masks on the last pandemic, but I don't want that to be like an everyday thing. Like just everybody just put your mask on, go outside. That's your day. You go wherever you go, you have a mask on. I just, I want it to change. It needs to change. And I just, I know that they're doing the retinal scans and everything for the facial recognition technology. So I know that they've been planning it for a long time. And then there's the whole document about lockstep and everything in scenario narratives for future of technology development. Wow, how did I remember all of that? But I did. I think I did. I think that's it. I think that's what it was called. And then there's the whole, you know, what was I going to say? Event 201 thing. I don't even think in Event 201, none of them were wearing masks at the panel, at the round table, round table, the tabletop exercise that they did. They weren't all wearing masks. And this bitch kept coughing throughout the whole thing, which was really weird. So I just, I don't see them. But then again, you see the Capitol people, you see all these people, like when he's like, signing this blank sheet of paper about the executive order and all these people are around him and they have masks on it's just like huh but then when the cameras turn off you know they take them off you know they take them off and even he doesn't even follow his own protocol and you know when he had that executive order about wearing masks on federal property and then he's like literally telling us all about the mask and how we should wear it. And he's not wearing one. And then he's like in the middle of saying it. And then he puts it on. It's just hard to take these people seriously. They don't even take this seriously. How are we supposed to take it seriously when you don't take it seriously? That's all I'm saying. Is like rules for thee, not for me. It's so many different people. So many different politicians. And again, it's human nature. I've said it before. To want to not wear a mask. Like that's just human nature. And they should just embrace their nature. Everyone should just embrace their nature. If you die, you die. It's your time. I mean, like, you're going to die from something eventually anyway. Might as well not be scared of everything well, before you do. YOLO, as the kids say. You know, they used to say. Live. You live only once. Is that? That's not right. You only live once. But you don't, because some people believe in re reincarnation. I do as well. Not in a spiritual, not in a um, religious sense, but spiritually, yeah. I believe you can come back here. I don't know why you would, but I believe you could. In other news, what other news is there? Oh, yeah, well... I don't want to mention that. What am I going to say? I could do some ASMR for you guys. <laughs> no. That would be hilarious if I just started speaking very softly into the microphone. Very close to the microphone like this. Um, You would love that, I'm sure. But, yeah. I mean, there's no movies or anything that I could talk about. I haven't seen anything. I've been trying to watch Train to Busan for like a couple of weeks now. I still haven't. I have it queued up too. 
on one of those fun websites. But I just have not gotten the chance. I have not made myself watch it yet. And if you have to make yourself watch a movie, do you really want to watch the movie? If I really wanted to watch the movie, wouldn't I have already seen it? That's how I keep seeing things in my mind. But then I'm also like, I'm just procrastinating a lot because I know it's going to be really good and everybody loves it and I'm going to love it too. But I just need to be right in that mode, you know, to watch it. So I have gotten to Superstore <laughs> season four where I left off. I didn't realize I didn't see the 10th episode. And I was like, oh, this is where I left off. And then the season five after that. So there's that. That is a fun show. Some of the people in it, not the coolest people in real life, but their characters, even their characters, they're very flawed. Everybody's flawed. So I'm trying not to be very judgmental about what people believe and what they don't. So, but when you shoehorn it into the show, then it gets kind of annoying. So there are certain things where I'm like, okay sure but it is what it is it's fine everybody's got their own thing going on something that they believe that's like what somebody else hears it and they're like what like there's shit i believe like i've said on here that people would listen to and be like yeah i don't believe that i don't agree with you on that and that's fine that our differences is what gives us diversity in opinion and it, diversity in opinion does give us strength in opinion and in views of the world because everybody has a different view of the world a different point of view a different perspective that they use to come to their conclusions on whatever topic but there used to be that these topics were very like hidden and not out in public where we could like judge each other for what we believe in and now it's like everywhere. Like everybody believes something and they have to tell everybody at the top of their lungs what they believe. And it's just at the point where it's like, that's kind of doing the bidding of the U.S. government because the U.S. and the world government as a, as a whole in that they can use what you believe against you. And ideology can get you into so much trouble nowadays. Look at the Capitol riots. I mean, not everyone there was was there to destruct, to, to destroy things, to cause destruction and chaos. But they went ahead and did something that they probably knew deep down was probably not a good idea, but they did it because it was a group of people. And when you get a group of people together, you never know what's going to happen. So then a few people out of that group can go cray cray and then everything's gone to shit. And that's what usually happens in a protest. No matter what protest it is, there is the uh, the likelihood of an agent provocateur coming in and fucking everything up and losing the message in in, in the chaos. And that's what happened there. Because a lot of people just forgot what the whole thing was about after hearing about all this violence. They didn't even remember the message. And then the message ends up being like misinformation because it's not backed by facts but there's no factual evidence that the election itself wasn't rigged either and there's actual factual evidence actual factual evidence that there have been irregularities in voting in past elections previous elections and going back as far as 2000 for when i'm alive 
I don't know anything before that, but I'm sure it happened before. But that was the big one where it was just like, that's not the president, but I guess we have to deal with him for the next four years. Oh, no, four more years? Great, thanks. So you just can't put everyone in a box like that. You can't put all the Trump supporters are not racist pieces of shit. And all the Joe Biden supporters are not pedophile loving, like Hunter Biden loving, um, drone strike loving people. I mean, some of them probably don't even think he's going to be as bad as Obama. I mean, I don't know because we haven't really seen anything really escalate, but there are ideas being circulated. And they're not great. And Iran is looking a little bit perturbed at the moment, so that's not good. And China's having some issues with India, so that's not good. And us, in certain ways. So, but seeing as they're in the Great Reset book, <laughs> and they're not really a, an enemy in there, I think we're going to be okay. Russia's probably going to be an issue. Again... So there's that. <laughs> and then it's like Trump was actually really kind, really not kind to Russia at all and fucked them up a lot and sanctioned them and like was really not Putin's puppet when it came to foreign policy, but people don't like facts about people that they hate that reinforces what they said. So I don't know, man. It's just all going downhill, and we're just in it to watch it all burn, I guess. Basically. This time, it's just going to be really frustrating dealing with um, whatever happens every day. Because even more so than the Trump situation, where Trump definitely was for the vaccines, and obviously he had Operation Warp Speed, and he was allied with the Gavi Alliance from Bill Gates. I haven't mentioned Bill Gates enough in this podcast. I should say that he's a piece of shit and I'm sick of seeing his face. Yeah. And he just got a vaccine, allegedly. So there's that. So no one can talk to him about that anymore, I guess. And he was so surprised with all of those conspiracy theories against him. And his microchip and the digital ID and the vaccines and his investments and the farmland that he has for the GMO shit, the lab meat and all that. Like, it's just like, where are you living that you don't know that you're the worst? Like everybody, nobody likes you very much right now. I mean, most people don't like you. I think if we did a poll of the, of the world right now, the world, not just the U.S., then it would probably be like 56 or 60%. Let's give an, uh, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. 60% don't like Bill Gates and 40% do. I think that's a majority. So at least he won't be president anytime soon. You never know. <laughs> that could be the thing. That could be the thing that he does next to really take over. But, you know, the president really doesn't have that much control. He has a lot of control because he has so much money. 
and he funnels it into so many different uh, initiatives. So we'll see how that goes, I guess, as we go forward. But hopefully people are smarter than they seem <laughs> when it comes to this vaccine shit, because I don't want to see everybody flocking to this shit, this untested shit, this shit that was supposed to be in a trial, but then all the people who are affected by the coronavirus were not in the trial. Or the, the allergy people weren't there. Like, so we have all these issues with it. So it's just like, this isn't anti-vax. This is just being smart and being aware of what's going on. So I think I went off track because I was talking about O'Biden. <laughs> Freudian slip. Biden and his executive orders. And like, every day is like new shit to worry about. We haven't gotten to war shit, so I'm glad that's not happening yet. But, you know, we do have, like, Black Lives Matter, like, nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, which is hilarious, for their fiery but mostly peaceful protests um, out in the streets and destroying businesses and stuff that have nothing to do with police brutality. So there's that. Um, I mean, if Obama can get a Nobel Peace Prize, if, or nominated even, and if Henry Kissinger, who's somehow still alive, tell me why, tell me how, can get one, then it doesn't really mean anything, right? Like, it doesn't mean what it says it is. It's double speak, you know. What it, or, yeah, that's the word from 1984, where it means something, but it's, used for something else like ignorance is bliss it's not that's not right ignorance is strength what is wrong with me i forgot the the line and war is peace freedom is slavery i mean that's where we're at right now freedom is slavery like i literally watched i mean looked at an article in biometricupdate.com um about the immunity passports and everything and somebody said, like, then you can travel safely and freely and freely do this and freely. How are you free if you have to have something to go somewhere, wherever you go? Like, you have to have a card. Like, that's not free. Freedom is, like, stepping out your door, no mask, just hanging out, going out to the park, hanging out, you know, going wherever, just doing your daily business, going about your daily life as a normal human person. It's not using a card wherever you go to show that you have a vaccine. That's not freedom. And if you don't have a vaccine, you should get vaccinated. You should get vaccinated. You can't take a flight until you get vaccinated. That's where we're going with this. Right now it's like testing. Oh, you gotta get tested. You gotta do quarantine. I haven't mentioned this yet, but you gotta do quarantine for however long some arbitrary amount of days <laughs> and then make sure that you get tested again and then you get on the flight then it turns out you have a false negative oh well <laughs> doesn't matter and then you get a new strain I guess so instead of shutting down I just think it's funny that they shut down all these businesses, but the airlines still get to run. Don't you think that's funny? I'm just saying. Shut down restaurants and outdoor dining. 
but let people on planes in the air with a bunch of other people make it make sense I just they don't make sense the rules don't make sense they keep changing the goalposts keep moving further away and I don't get it and I don't get like there's a Super Bowl there's a Super Bowl coming up on the 7th of February right yeah and how is that still going on we're in a pandemic shouldn't we be all worried about these men being in close proximity no I guess they're all immune from the coronavirus I don't get it how are they immune how are certain people allowed to do certain things in their career that other people are not allowed to do certain things in their career it, it doesn't make sense unless it's just for money it's profits over people which has always been but now it's just more obvious you know I think we've gotten a, a lot of uh, information out there today and I I hope next month is going to be better than this month so far this year sucks ass but last year sucked ass too and I knew it was going to suck ass like everybody knew 2020 was going to fucking off be awful like the worst and it was literally the worst but as they say it gets better and it only gets better if you allow it to get better so you have to be the positive change so you have to go out there and go about your daily business and be who you are no apologies and as long as you're not hurting anyone obviously and get back to business and make sure that they know that they're fucking with the wrong people basically we've got to stand up and tell them you know what enough of this shit this doesn't make sense this doesn't make sense we're not gonna do this anymore we're not gonna take it like that song you know no we ain't gonna take it we're not gonna take it anymore you know so it only changes when we change it we have the power to change it because there's more of them as I mean more of us as they say than there are of them and that's what they're afraid of the people at the top the people making the decisions the US governments the world government leaders people like Klaus Schwab and the people above him and Henry Kissinger and all those motherfuckers they want to make our lives difficult well we can make their lives difficult by saying no and not complying and that's what I think we should do and I don't think that should be a an offensive thing to say <laughs> but some people might find it offensive to say fuck the government fuck the rules be your own person have autonomy of your own body your body your choice you don't want to get vaccinated don't get vaccinated you don't want to wear a mask don't wear a mask you don't want to go outside don't go outside you want to go outside go outside it's all your choice it should be up to you as an individual person that's all I'm saying is that that should not be a revolutionary idea and yet in this day and age it is and that's sad but I think we can make it together I think we are stronger together than we are apart and if we unify against the political establishment which includes everybody 
then we can win. And that's the only way we will win. And the winning will just be autonomy. We'll win our autonomy. Wouldn't it be great to be able to do what you wanted to do again? Yes, we can do that. We can do what we want to do again. We can be who we are again. We can get through this and not be scared of the boogeyman. Because there's always going to be a boogeyman. It's a virus this time. It'll be something else the next time. Terrorists again. Your, your neighbor, whatever. But we can't let them win. Because they've been winning for too long. And obviously they is everybody. The world government, the people telling you what to do. The people making the rules. They are in charge. But we are actually in charge of our own bodies. And the minute that we all rise up and we show them that we're not scared, that we're going to be who we are, we're not going to be told what to do, that will be when we defeat them. And not a minute before that. Because we have no time to waste. They are putting in all these agendas already. There's already so much going on that you don't even know about. And I wish you would go find out about. I wish I could go find out about a lot of it too. And I'm sure there's a lot of government programs that we don't know about that are going to be implemented against us because they hate us. They hate us because they hate us. <laughs> but we will win because we have the power. The power is in the, in the hands of the people. We decide what is right and what's wrong for us individually. And that is the power of the individual. That is what we need right now to keep the world from going to shit which is where it's going if we go in this direction we are going to lose our direction we are going to lose our autonomy we're not going to be able to be ourselves we're going to be full-fledged slaves and we don't want that i know that you don't want that i don't want that nobody wants that do you want ai to tell you what to do do you want your siri to be in charge of you because that's where we're moving towards. But robots going to be in charge. But not really. But they're going to be the new humans, basically. And telling us what to do. It's going to reverse. Because at one point, computers were people. That computed numbers. And now they're machines. So it can go back the other way. I'm just saying. And we need to keep that from happening. So that's what I implore you guys to do. Resist as much as you can. Be your own person. Have some thoughts of your own. Make yourself uh, clear in what you think. Because there won't be a lot of time for us to be able to think for ourselves. To be able to show what we think to the government and to the world at large. The society. So we need to take that time that we have now and make it count. Make every moment count. Every tweet, every Facebook post, whatever the fuck you do. Every, you know, meeting that you're in. Gathering that you go to. Make it count. Make people know you're here and you're not going anywhere. And neither am I. So thank you so much for listening to the show. And I'll see you next time. There's nothing to promote because I have nothing going on. Because everything sucks. But it'll get better. And it can get better with both of us, all of us, together. Thank you.